If I asked you right now to list all of the subscriptions you pay for, would you be able to? I really thought my answer to that question would be a resounding yes. But with the help of Rocket Money, I was able to find some sneaky ones I must have forgotten to cancel before the free trial ran out. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting slash kids subscriptions, though they all seem like really small amounts, when pulled together, that's a pretty big chunk of your spending money out the door. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, with over $500 million in cancel subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Rocketmoney.com slash morning cup. Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. There were two more murders 15 miles well, away. Arrived, the found the telephone we have and a electricity line described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. There's an age-old adage that the crime should fit the punishment. On May 11, 1982, a truly gruesome crime took place in Jacksonville, Florida. But it was when the perpetrator was punished for his actions, this case really took a turn and became front-page news. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On May 11, 1982, a man named Alan Lee Davis entered into the Jacksonville, Florida home of the Weiler family with a deadly plan. Once inside, he attacked 37-year-old Nancy Weiler, who was three months pregnant at the time. Nancy, the PTA secretary who was alone with her daughters while her husband was away on business, was bludgeoned so severely that she was barely recognizable. The trigger guard on the gun he used broken, as well as the wooden grips and metal frame on the handle. He then tied up 10-year-old Christy before shooting her in the face and killing her. He then, as 5-year-old Kathy tried to flee, shot her in the back before beating her and crushing her skull. At the time of the crime, Alan Davis was on parole for an armed robbery. He was caught and found guilty for the murders and sentenced to die on July 8, 1999. The 54-year-old man, who weighed almost 300 pounds, was wheeled into the execution chamber in a wheelchair and shoved into the electric chair with the help of four officers. As the hood covered his face, he made eye contact with the man whose family he brutally slaughtered. He showed no remorse. 
Then, as the switch was flipped, something unexpected began to happen. The witnesses behind the glass began to see a large spot of blood appear on the chest of Alan's shirt, expanding to about eight inches. It almost seemed that the electricity was ripping a hole in his chest. Alan was pronounced dead, and immediately there was an outcry in regards to what happened during the execution. It was determined later that blood originated from his nose due to the blood thinners he was on, that the blood started before he experienced the first jolt of electrocution. But some people argue that there was an issue with this new chair. Florida is one of just four states that relied solely on the electric chair as a means for execution, despite the arguments that it was an outdated practice and that lethal injection was much more humane. This was a new electric chair, an exact replica of old Sparky made with heavier inmates like Allen in mind. But some argue that the chair applied a much lower voltage than is supposed to be applied in order to achieve a painless death, especially considering Allen's size. After an investigation into the chair, the Florida Supreme Court upheld electrocution as a means for capital punishment. But as of 2018, Alan Lee Davis was the last Florida inmate to use the electric chair. His case was enough to make them implement lethal injection as an option for inmates to choose, which in 2019, one man did opt to do. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on March 12th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Thank you for listening to Morning Cup of Murder. This is a daily podcast that tells you what happened on this day in true crime history. In short, easy to listen to episodes that you can finish on your commute or while you enjoy your morning coffee. So make sure you check back every morning. My name is Karina. I am the creator and host. You can find Morning Cup of Murder on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have also set up a Patreon where you can donate a small monthly contribution to the podcast. All those links are in the episode description. Thank you again and have a wonderful day.